There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. I'm Cliff. Hello, Cliff. I'm Brett. Okay, nice. Did you like that odd pause? No, I didn't. You always seem, like, shocked by the bit where you just need to say hello in your name. Yeah, because sometimes I think I might say I'm someone else. Well, sometimes you do say that. I know. But I don't know, you know, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, so. Well, what you got there? It's one of the times. What? What are you drinking? It's the cider. The cider? What's it called again? Huntington's Lodge? No. <laughs> all, I tell you what, Cliff, all those ones now, I'm sick to the stomach of them. Oh, are you? Why? Yeah, because they're just horrible. So uh-huh. I, I'm on a posh one called Inches. Inches? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, a terrible horror film. No. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? He has the. Let's see. Okay. Is it posh? Yeah, well, quite it's posh. It's colourful. Looks like a children's hey, story book, that, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? I mean, it's the enticing. What I'm on? Can you see what I'm on? Sangres. Sagres. No, I'm going to say Sagres. I think it's good. I'm going to pronounce that last S with a sh. It's Why is it Czech? Oh, Portuguese. it's Portuguese. Um, tell you what I like about Portuguese uh-huh. is when. You refer to people who are Portuguese, especially in football. They just say the Portuguese. The Portuguese. So talk about. I just read something about who was who's Portuguese. I was reading about the other day. Let's say it was Nuno Espirito Santo. Right. Okay. I've and, just been reading about that. Can you remember the Chelsea doctor who Mourinho yes. sacked? Ah, uh, that was it. That's what I was reading. Ah, you see, I knew it was that. <laughs> uh, she had uh, inappropriate yeah. relationships with players that she, whose legs she was rubbing. Yeah, about me, who can blame the players? Of course it is. Of course it is. I mean, she was a lookout, weren't you? Tom Mourinho got rid of her. Well, now we know why. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yes, so that was it. And it described her as uh, the Portuguese wielded more power than Mourinho was prepared to accept. And I thought, that sounds like the nation. The whole nation <laughs> of Portuguese people. But every time uh-huh. I read it, I like it. It's, I don't... I'm, I'm sure there must be other nationalities that get referred to in that way, but that's the only one you you read in that way regularly, yeah, isn't it? I, I think it is. I think it is. They should uh, make a film of that lady, shouldn't they? Just called The Masseuse. 
the masseuse here. Inches uh -huh. and the masseuse. It could be like an erotic band. thriller from the nineties, <laughs> yeah. couldn't it? Yeah. It would be really good. Sorry, of the course. Masseuse. Shannon Tweed. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have to dye her hair, though, wouldn't she? Mm -hmm, she would. Um, so yes, I, I mentioned Nuno Espirito Santo because he seems to be on. Because his name's in the Bible. He seems Is that to be why you mention him? Hell bent on getting sacked and getting a big payout from his new Portuguese <laughs> it, what, In the Saudi league? Is this the uh -huh. ben, Benzema thing? Because he's, I'm not playing him. He's not. He doesn't fit my style of play. And I would imagine <laughs> the people who own that club would prefer to keep Benzema for a year. Well, of course. Until he's yeah, I mean, it, They haven't <laughs> just signed him just to get rid of him after a couple but, uh, of games something. So there's, there's rumours that... Uh, mm -hmm. Because they also signed the guy Jota from Celtic for twenty five million. He was right. like the first signing of the summer. Um, the now, signed exercise book. <laughs> a good, but it's <laughs> but the what they thought they were getting was the player that it was backed with, who was <laughs> D Diogo Jota, who played for right. Liverpool. So I think they got they the signed, wrong one. I think they signed the wrong Jota, because mm -hmm. why would they sign that guy from Celtic? He's like, hmm. he wouldn't even get in Premier League teams. He's crap. I don't know. Did you ever call it a jotter? Oh, of course. I, wouldn't have called, I don't think I would have called a school book a jotter, but I'm, <laughs> I've definitely had a jotter. <laughs> I haven't thought of that in ages. A jotter. <laughs> what do you yeah. think about the ones that's the squares? Do you ever play it, it, that? Where they confuse you. But like the, you're sometimes getting a, a, a jotter and it's like, it's confusing. And it's just dots inside instead of lights. Yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes that line on the, on the left-hand side, what's it called? The margin. I don't know. The margin. Do your workings in the margin. Yeah. Sometimes that's massive, isn't it? Unnecessarily. I mean, but why? A, bit thick, a thicker line. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like that. Hey, Cliff, you know that you mentioned the football and that. Are, are the Saudis going like crazy mad for the football now because they've signed all these players? Well, I, I don't think more than there were it's a, a bit of a misconception about the league is that it's like a new Chinese kind of thing but that league's been going for years like Al Ali gets 40,000 fans anyway before they, they start signing these players like, really? yeah I yeah so it's not like a new setup they just obviously have decided to pump it with money to try and make it more globally recognised but the the, uh -huh. the clubs that uh, are signing all these players are like traditionally big clubs um, Saudi's got a much longer history of, of professional football than most other places around here have. So it's like, right. it's a bit of both, I think. Like, it it wasn't totally, totally shit before. Um, there was always some players there, but it's a, the signing of the players that they have now has obviously elevated it around the world. And, you know, you'll be able to watch the Saudi League, I'm sure, on a channel in England and stuff like that, whereas you wouldn't have been able to do that before. Um, mm. But... I know Iniesta's just signed for a club here. So some of the Is lads he... wanted to go watch him. He signed for, uh, it's just called Emirates Club. It's in Ras Al Khaimah. It's a bit too far for me to go to watch your 38-year-old midfielder, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a legend, though, isn't it? Oh, nice he's a legend. Like, if he, when he plays closer in Dubai, I'll probably go watch a game. Mm -hmm. I imagine it, that. Just do, you know what, do you know what Iniesta's nickname is, Cliff? I'm going to say it's something like Little Wizard. No, it's the glow worm. The glow worm. Why? <laughs> yeah. 
because he's Spanish, obviously, but he doesn't have very dark skin. He's got very light skin. Okay, so yeah. So that's why they called him that. Like his his, his skin glows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of right. a fact for you there. Mm-hmm. It is, isn't it? Um, it right. Is, so outside of all of this nonsense, yes, we decided we were going to do like some quick podcasting with a. Just make sure we spoke to each other and uh, mm-hmm. catch up a little bit more. So you picked something that I absolutely loved when I was a kid. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you want to do a synopsis? Fink. It's Badfink. It's Badfink, yes. Of course I can do a synopsis. So uh, Badfink is an American animated series consistent of five-minute shorts that first aired in 1966. Wow, is that and, uh, Cliff, Cliff, you've... Definitely own a pair of five-minute shorts, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> For sure, they're probably red, aren't they? They're Although really actually, they 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 lasted quite a while. They lasted they? around minutes. twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> By the Bad end, it was just a waistband. It was. It was the wine. <laughs> terrible tennis. Bad Fink <laughs> is a superhero bat who fights crime with the help of his sidekick karate. And the aid of his supersonic radar and wings made of solid steel. Mm. Who's mm. the policeman? He's just the chief, isn't he? Is he having so the, the, No, just the chief. So the, the thing is about this, it's like it's an amalgamation of two programs from the 60s. It's the Green Hornet, mm-hmm. right? Which if you've ever seen the Bruce, I haven't actually seen the program, but I've seen like Bruce Lee story and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Lee was in that. He was like the driver. Not in the. Green you don't Hornet. mean the Seth Rogen film from a few years well, ago? Well, that's that's a remake of the old sixties <laughs> TV series, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, and and obviously Batman. So it's a it's a uh, mixture of the two, isn't it? No, so is there no Dick Tracy in there? Maybe, maybe. I, I think I might think that because there was a similar short cartoon around <laughs> that got shown at the same yeah. time in the same style. So maybe I the just thing, think that's part of it. The thing that reminded us of Dick Tracy, I guess, was the baddies and the way that they were mm. always talking that chicago kind of way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, Al Capone and all kind of like that, aren't there? So this was, uh, I didn't realise it was from the 60s. It makes perfect sense. It used to be on when we were kids in the 80s. Was it like a little cartoon that broke up like Wide Awake Club or something like that? Or was That's it exactly on... what it was. Was it was? Okay. Yeah. But the thing, I remember watching it, and I couldn't find anything about it, but I remember watching it on The Big Breakfast. But I don't know if I'm getting The Big Breakfast confused with The Wide Awake Club. Do you know what I mean? I can't like, remember it on the Big Breakfast, but maybe they kind of brought it back in an ironic way in the nineties. Yeah, I mean because I loved it as a kid. Same as class. you, absolutely, absolutely love class. It. I loved it. It was good because it was a bit like Batman and stuff, but he was, uh-huh. but a bat rather than a man, uh-huh. so it had that extra uh-huh. element of it. His catchphrase: "My wings are like a shield of steel." Was, yes, it was always absolutely class. He yeah. had that, yeah. He, it just it was cool, wasn't it? And it was funny. It was. So it was and like it, uh, he's five hard. minutes. I mean, to cram a, a show into five minutes, a cartoon, it's just genius. I think, isn't it? Absolutely genius. Well, it's, it is it, also funny. I think that's what's good about it. it like it. It's, yeah, it is also funny. 
that's true. That's true. So again, like I say, as a kid, I, I absolutely loved it. It was it was by a man called Hal Seeger. Okay. Did Hal Seeger do anything else? Not really. <laughs> Bad things, my Pre- one no, idea. Pretty much, that's it. That's <laughs> it. But I mean, if, if it's back thing, then it's all right. But it? you still like pull these wings around, didn't you? So you would pull like your jacket round or something, wouldn't you? Go my wings are like a shield of steel. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've said it in the playground. I've said it in the uh-huh. playground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just bring your coat around like over your face. Yeah, say that because uh, in the playground you did many things with the coat. Remember, it was like a windy day, and you would do that thing where you put your coat above your head like Uh that. Bring it up like that. You'd almost take off. Well, I very much (laughs) doubted, but we definitely thought. Well, (laughs) yeah, I thought I thought it was going to take off. The winds are quite terrible in the northeast of England, you know. Brett, did you ever try and wear your coat in a cool manner, like? Over your shoulders, in what way? like little, you know, like with this, no, the okay. sleeves like kind of loosely tied with it over your shoulder or around your waist. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I've done that uh, around my waist, waist before. Funny one, isn't it? But that's that's all, yeah, that is a funny one. But that's only <laughs> because it was an unusually hot day and I had like a big coat on. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> I once really this waist. is a ter- this is a terrible story to tell you, Cliff, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. I once it had a Puma King jacket, right? It was massive, like a manager's jacket. Yeah, of course, all right? the ridge. <laughs> all the ridge, yeah, yeah. It, it was really long, like it like it was down to nearly my shins and stuff like that because it was so big. And uh, I, I, I was walking home from school, and I was a bit bored, so I, I had a wank walking home from school because nobody, nobody, could, <laughs> nobody could tell what because the of the large manager's jacket. There you go. What do you think of that? I think you, you, uh, now, if you can't critique that at all, can you? I'm saying nothing, Brett. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. What, what, what an interesting idea. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's just took us. I mean, nobody would have been able to tell. The jacket was just so big. Funny, aren't the football manager jackets like? There was a they point are. where I you mean, kind of grew out of them, didn't you? Like probably at about 13, you're like, you didn't yeah. really want the football manager's jacket anymore. But remember that time with the big Umbro ones, you had Puma King. Uh, uh-huh. But it was Umbro was like the, probably the standard bearer of that coat, wasn't it? It probably was. I mean, imagine the amount of football managers that have had a wank while they're, they're you just know, would you? in the dugout. Know. That's primarily why Arsene Wenger had that big quilted number. Exactly. I mean, I must admit, Cliff, there was a little stumble at the end. People might have, <laughs> People might have thought I was boozed up. But I doubt anybody was watching anyway. So there you go. I hope not. I've been horrendous. It would have. So, yes, bad thing. Well, bad to bad thing. Uh, bad to <laughs> bad thing. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a David Bowie song. Um yes. So the, you made us watch an episode. You asked us to watch an episode called "Jumping Jewelry." Jump and it's jewelry, good, isn't it? It's good. Like I love the voiceover. I love the police chief. I, I like karate. Karate. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing about karate at the at, at the start, he had a bit of a let's say an accent that wouldn't be allowed these days. But they changed that halfway through the. Sort of realized the mistake, and I and think it would be it. allowed if it was being made by an actual Chinese man, <laughs> but it obviously wasn't. No, it was like a caricature of a Chinese 
man and Chinese voice and all that kind of stuff. But uh, unlike the program we watched, well, on Friday last week, that actually changed all that. And the, the real, and this was 1966, not 1984. So yeah, right, fair enough. Well there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like you are. Know, I, I just thought it was great, man. But thinking he's a he's a super hero. He's got his wings of steel and stuff like that. He gets into some scrapes, doesn't he? But he always gets out of them because some mm-hmm. of the the episodes would end on like a cliffhanger, a bit like Batman would. Remember yeah. the old yeah, TV yeah. series. So the the kind of language and the visuals. It's a cartoon, obviously, not like a not a live action show like Batman, Adam West Batman. But the kind of visuals and the way the fights would happen and the the language he would use and the police would use is pretty much the same as that, right? Um, yeah, and, so and the that... letters with his super sonic sort of uh, thing with the, right, I burped there, the, the letters it? beep. I didn't, gladly, I didn't know. Well, I've alerted you to it now. Well, you shouldn't have. You should have just let it lie. I know, you? but I was worried. Um, no, well, don't be. I mean, you're the editor. You can just edit it out. I'll, I'll put it into the middle of one of your sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on me. Can I can I do things like that, man? Definitely not. So th- this episode, Cliff, the reason why I picked this, obviously <laughs> we could have watched the first episode, couldn't yeah. we? Yeah. That would have been this easy. This is episode 37. 37. This is episode 37. But the reason that I've picked this particular episode is because Batfink, obviously, mm-hmm. has to apprehend. Someone from the big circus. It's amazing. So the jumper jewelry refers to that there's just basically jewelry like a hopping on it of its own accord, leaving a jewelry shop and bouncing along Mm -hmm. the road. And then you can't see it, but they go and investigate and they're like, look, it's that flea there. So they're like talking to it. Talking about and chasing a flea that you can't really see. You can't, you can't, tiny, tiny amount. You just see a little dot sometimes. But I just thought it was so hilarious that they're talking about this heist done by a flea that nobody yeah. can see. But then they go like, sorry, on. Cliff. I, I like the when Batfin came to the conclusion that it was a flea, right? Because everyone was miffed. The chief was miffed, apart from me scratching and itching and stuff yeah. like that, trying to investigate it. <laughs> And it was, well, who would have done this? And he just he just comes to the conclusion it was a, a flea, like a flea. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just immediately comes to the answer. It. They see it, and karate's uh, about to karate chop it. Chop it, obviously. <laughs> Chops everything. Goes, no, he? don't do it. He says, obviously the flea. It's not the flea to blame, but he lead us to the real culprit. So yeah. The follow Marvin, it. the flea. This is Marvin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Give him a the, name and everything. Follow it to the flea circus, where the mm-hmm. ringleader is has trained his fleas to go and steal things from jewelry shops. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful idea, isn't it? <laughs> Professor Hopper, as well. That's what he's called. <laughs> it's so good. It so is. Good. It's 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 amazing. It's a, a wonderful method for stealing things, I think, to mm. train the fleas, isn't it? It is. I think you could probably do that with monkeys, but obviously, yeah. But people more, can more see visible. the monkeys. <laughs> the joy, the joy of it is that nobody can see the fleas doing it. <laughs> yeah, you're right, and, you're right. and also 
it's like that fascination that me and you had with the flea circus. Of course, the flea circus. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> which, which is why the podcast is called Brett and Cliff's mm-hmm. Flea Circus. Amazing. I love it because it has that essence of this is just, you've just got a small, big Ferris wheel going around and we're meant to believe there's fleas on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like mechanical. It's like, it's just a ruse, isn't it? That the fact that the fleas are doing these things, it's all mechanical <laughs> and stuff. But it's so, you just say, oh, it's the fleas that are doing it. And people believe it. It's wonderful. The idea of a flea. So if you get people to do that, why not get fleas? to do the robberies <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i thought exactly. it was great it was good it was four and a half minutes long it was fun the style and everything of it i thought it was fantastic and i thought it yeah. was really funny and it just took us back to just loving it as a kid and i think yeah, that it, the fact it, that they had that kind of like kind of uh pop art 60s yeah like kind of all that not quite jive talk but you know like there's yeah. always a bit of that with the batman stuff the way they talk to each other is like a little bit kind of hip um yeah well the, the batman doing. stuff was trying to get into the hippie stuff and, and all that famously wasn't it and, <laughs> and, and all the 60s stuff but this this is a bit like you say a little bit dictatorial in that it just reminded me of waking up in the morning and then being bored probably by you know yeah. the morning television, and then all of a sudden, Batfink would come on, and it would just yeah. be mint, and I'd be ready for school then. You know, I think, I'd want to get actually, up. was it not in a wide awake club? It was in normal like TV AM, right? Like yeah, normal yeah, adult was, show. Was... Because the other show, the other kids program that came on as part of that was Roland Rat. <laughs> well, Roland Rat, he was always in there, wasn't he? With like, but uh, that was again, that was just like segmented in with the adult TV. I think just yeah, just because the way I think I, I was thinking of the Wide Awake Club is Timmy Mallet. Yeah, on a Saturday. Yeah, do you know what well, I think? That I'm was, sure you do as well. Because um, there was the Wide Awake Club and then there no. was Wacker Day, right? So Wacker Day, yeah. I can't remember which one was which. They were both the same, but one was like in the holidays. It was on. Yeah, I, I just, I, I was just, I just enjoyed the fact as a kid that there was something for me on in the morning. Parents could go off, make a cup of coffee, and it'd be finished when they'd be back anyway. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's that's... just because it's five minutes. You you could do that. That's just absolutely. It's genius, isn't it? You could sell that all over the world, couldn't you, for that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. But apparently, uh, Bad Thing's a lot more popular in the UK than uh, than America. It's like a cult thing. Yeah, I can and see pro- that. It's probably for that reason because uh, we're, yeah, we're too used see to seeing it in the morning. And there's like loads of shows like this in America. I think that weren't necessarily popular in the UK, like. Hong Kong Fooey and Squiddly Diddly. <laughs> yeah, and Catch the Pigeon. Remember, that used to be on on uh, That was class, though. Well. Wacky Racers. That yeah. was Catch the Pigeon, then it was Wacky Racers. Catch the Pigeon was yeah. the one in the air, wasn't it? Catch the Pigeon, Catch the Pigeon. Dick Dastardly was the common denominator between those two shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Who was the pink lady in the pink car? She was all right, wasn't she? Penelope Pitstop. Penalty puts up. That's it. Exactly. She was good, yeah. But, yeah, she was good. But oh, yeah, so I remember her. <laughs> I, I wish I had that coat clip. 
<laughs> I can't see your bottom half, so do whatever you like. <laughs> you can only do it in the court, you know. <laughs> well, that's that. I don't know if we have a quiz. I haven't done one, but I know we've got music. We have got music. We certainly have. Hey, Cliff, did you know that there's uh, for Batfing in the last episode? There's an origin story for Batcliff. Oh, is it? Batcliff. <laughs> Batcliff. Batcliff. I wish you were Batcliff. Good name, that. <laughs> it is. Good it name, is a good that. name. So, yeah, what I'm talking about is car, the battle that and stuff. But uh, well, yeah. in the last in the last episode, it's revealed that he, he grew up in a p- plutonium mine, Batfink. Okay. And that's how he got his super strength powers. And he, he saved his mother, who fell because some robbers turned up, with his wings, right? Mm-hmm. And he had to get his wings replaced. And Karate's dad, who was a blacksmith, made him the steel wings. So that's how he got them. There okay. You go. Thought you'd like where to was, know. Where was karate? What was the karate? Karate was Link. just outside of the mine, chopping wood with his hands. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, that was. Of course, a... he was exactly <laughs> right. But yeah, a good show. What in it? It's it's a good. One. Yeah, really good. Brett, the music. But, I couldn't. I can't. I haven't listened to it. I couldn't get it. Um, have you not? Uh, I've got a. I've got a real problem on my phone. That if I download <laughs> music on my phone, it'll only let us play it in. Spotify, but obviously I'm trying to play something that's from my phone through something that yeah. is not meant to do that. So, so Spotify to... took over your phone, has it? Yeah, and I can't listen to anything unless it's on there. So I will well, like it, it anyway. Well, you like it anyway. It's for... from Ekrano Plan. That's right. That's right. And it's um, from the it's album called... Deutsch. Go on, you can say the album Deutsche Italianisch, Italianisch probably. Freundschaft. So I think that means it's the Dutch Italianish friendship. Well, I was I would have said Italianzi, but you know, I I don't know. I mean, that wouldn't be how you would pronounce it in Dutch in uh, German. So. <laughs> in, Dutch. <laughs> in Dutch. Well, he is actually from Italy, he's from Lazio. Oh, is he? Okay, the, the, nice. Yes. Not that you probably know what Gol Lazio means. It's only people in the UK who know <laughs> what that is. Anyway. Well, the cover but of yeah. this uh, album is some some people outside a, Mason, a Mason's Lodge. I think is that what it is. I don't know if if that's what you've took from it. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> so but the yeah, song, it's, what's it's the called, song It's called Ekrano Plan Theme. And it's very sort of John Cartney, mm-hmm. analog synthy. You'll like it. I like it. I, I think like it, the I sound think. of that. All right. Yes, then. So well, we'll I will it. listen to it, of course, and let's play it now. And we'll see you next time for something a bit more substantial. We're talking horror TV kind of stuff, but I still need to work out if I've got it. Uh, thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>